Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. This is a series of several lessons covering the five fundamental qualities of the greatest sales leaders. The outstanding sales leaders I've seen use a set of essential viewpoints from which they lead others. They look at their role and their people through a lens. Anyone that does not possess these points of view will find it difficult to overcome the negative effects that occur when they try and lead others. As you hear them, do what you can with what you have now and then work to grow in each of these areas. Because you bring purpose and meaning into your life and into the lives of those you influence at work or at home when you absorb the following attitudes and beliefs. You will get stronger as a leader and because those around you will have to interact with the new you, their tendency to follow you and improve their performance will increase and grow stronger. The first fundamental quality that you must have to be powerful, to be powerful as a sales leader is desire. You must desire to lead and influence. And with passionate energy, you want to coach and teach and to see people improve and reach important goals. You know, in the past, this quality may have existed in your life at home, in school, or maybe sports, or in friendships, or in business. When I became a father, it was no longer just me, my, mine, or myself. I had a choice. I could stay self-focused, or I could turn to lead my son. And for a few years, the transition wasn't easy. And that's because my life revolved around me and my bride. Well, a lot around me. Today, I'm a grandfather, and it's easier to remember the wisdom my wife once shared. It's not about you, Lance. Outstanding salespeople sometimes accept becoming a sales manager or sales leader. They allow themselves to move into this important position. The transition for some of them isn't easy. It's tough and made more difficult by how they view themselves when they lead. Then they finally get it. It's not about themselves. It's all about them, the reps they lead. You can get this too. It's more than a choice. It's the desire and hope to take a lower position and to raise up those you lead and serve them. It's not a soft repositioning. It's actually harder and a stronger stand. And you can have the crucial conversations, the hard discussions, because you have a deep concern for the well-being of others. The central character in the life of a sales leader is the individual person, the rep, who faces obstacles and dangers on the way to success and happiness. And as the one who brings hope and direction and support, your desire is rooted in a longing to be a part of a person's being transformed and helped by your wisdom and teaching. You win when they win. And this desire is the first fundamental quality of anyone leading a team of successful salespeople. From a study of desire by Dr. Belk and Dr. Gedd and Dr. Askegaard, we find that the desire to lead a team 
is a belief-based passion that involves longing and yearning and fervently wishing for the people on the team to win under your leadership. And winning is achieving their goals while on the team. When you desire the success of your people each day, each day you lead, you will find yourself in a state of enjoyable frustration and longing as you teach and discipline, encourage, praise, and track their progress. Now, there was a study on desire, and it was called Desire, the New Hotspot in Self-Control Research. And this study was by Dr. Hoffman and Dr. Dillon. And they said there was an important question to be asked. First, what are the conditions that facilitate or make easy or hinder the likelihood that your desire will actually emerge in your consciousness in the first place, that you will have a desire for these people? And in answering this question, the more attention that a sales leader gives to the rewards successful people receive as a result of their good leadership or that they will receive when their team wins, the more likely he or she will be to experience a subjective feeling of wanting or craving. So to deepen your want to desire, I want you to write a story of how you want to be remembered, how you want to be a hero to those you lead and even those who leave and go to other jobs or companies. Who are you as the hero or heroine? Write a story of danger and blockades against those you lead. What are they? And a story of someone under your care or a team who emerges in victory that you help and support. What were the numbers before? What were their desires? What happened? What did they achieve? What happened in their life? And write down what you did. Write down how you felt when people were able to improve their life situation because of their success, earning and income and selling on your team. Maybe you and they received recognition. Maybe there was increased control that they gained over important parts of their life. Maybe there were changes that occurred for them at work or at home and for yourself, like better relationships, professional respect, and higher incomes and financial stability new homes, better support for their family. Also, remember to include in the story the respect they received and the respect the team received and their progress to becoming. Maybe there was somebody on your team that even became a leader in their own right as well. Write this story and read this to yourself over and over again. This is what you will become. And this is what will happen. This is your desire for leadership and the results, what you will enjoy in the achievement. This will bring you purpose and meaning and satisfaction when you give yourself wholeheartedly to it. The way may be tough, but the rewards will be worth it at work and at home. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.